welcome to Let's Talk with Andy and Kath Taylor, a podcast from LL Ministries. And today we are going to be talking about the power of expectation. Well, it's good to have some expectation, isn't it? Because True. if we haven't got any expectation over ourselves we'll or over other people, <laughs> so we're going to talk about how we can live under other people's expectations yep. and how that can be that can be a bit of a trap. It yep. can be a bit of a burden that's too heavy for us. We're going to talk about, do we project expectations on other people that are yeah. unreasonable? Do we project those same expectations onto God yeah. and expect something of him that he isn't? And where do beliefs tie into all of this? Yeah. So that's what we're going to, that's the path. We are going to somehow. attempt it. Yeah. We're not going to put too high expectations on ourselves. We'll be okay. Um, no, but it's an important one, I think, because I think we do live with these expectations all the time like our, our expectations of how things are going to go at work, what's going to happen in this relationship, what's going to happen with my health, what God's going to do for me or not do for me. And we probably don't walk around thinking, oh, I've got all these strange expectations today, but they are going on under the surface. So I think it's a case of, and we'd encourage you guys as you listen, to just be prayerfully considering, okay, Lord, is there is there stuff that I'm living under that's not helpful? Yeah. So it's right to have expectations on each other, but it's when those expectations are a weight and a burden right. and they're crushing something of us or we're, having, we're being driven to attain to something that we just can't do. So um, thinking about the Olympics and, you know, that bar that the, the, the high jumpers high jump. have to jump How off. How on earth do they get over that? Yeah. And, and it, you know, and does it just keep getting higher and higher? Well, it does, yeah, because the it? records keep getting broken, yeah. It so must be utterly getting... depressing. If you won yeah. the record, if you got the world record five years ago, yeah. well, you haven't got it now. Yeah. So the only way to get it back is to <laughs> jump yeah. even higher. I mean, it is literally relentless. It is funny how some of us are really driven as well by attaining something. Yeah. It's it, it, different personalities as well, isn't it? But I guess if you've been if you've been brought up in a in an environment where there are expectations on you that that maybe aren't even bad. I mean, some of them will just be wrong and bad. Yeah, or just a bit unrealistic. Yeah, but sometimes they're just an unwritten expectation. So I remember praying for a girl in America, and she came from a whole family of doctors, and it was just expected of her that she would be a doctor. She expected right. it of herself. You know, it was just there. It was just the thing she was going to do. And she came for prayer because she was just absolutely exhausted, really not in a very good way with her mental health because she was she was doing able to do it all, able to do all the university work and all the medicine study and everything. But it was just crushing something inside of her because it wasn't what she really wanted to do. And I guess if you were to simplify it out, maybe it wasn't even what God wanted her to do, right. but it was just what was expected of her. She was a very creative sort, so probably would have been better and would have found it more life-giving to be involved in something like that. So, But they weren't bad parents. They weren't being cruel. No. It was just, it was just there as an expectation and she was attaining to it. Yeah. I was just thinking about people that we've had come many times, actually, who in their childhood years kind of had to pick up the role of parent somehow. For whatever reason, their parents either weren't around. Maybe they were a single, they had a single parent um, that was working all hours to provide. So as a child, they, they were kind of expected to, maybe they're the oldest, so they were expected to, to kind of take care of things, you know. 
build a gap, I guess. So it's not necessarily a bad, wicked thing, but it can have a, it has an impact. So maybe now later in life, they feel like I always have to be the strong one that's looking after everybody else. And, you know, these can be quite powerful, can't they? So it's not, might, it might not even be spoken. It's mm. just an assumed expectation that you will. There's just a gap and you've got to fill you've it. You've got to fill and- it. Yeah. yeah. And I guess the thing with having an expectation that you're always trying to attain is you, you're going to fail. Sure. So you're living with this constant yeah. try, feeling of trying not to fail. Because yeah. it's a horrible feeling, isn't it, for any of us when we yeah. feel so like there, we've failed. But there are, somewhere there is the right expectation. Like if you think the Lord, I mean, he does have expectations on us, doesn't he? I was just even recently listening to a sermon on, that was talking about the parable of the talents and how each of these servants had been entrusted with this wealth to use to to grow more there was an expectation from the from the master that when he returned there would be a multiplication that had taken place so i think it's right to assume that god has expectations on us but that will always be a freeing thing not a burden well it'll always be reasonable yeah it'll well it might not be reasonable it's not reasonable for us to keep to the the commandments right. <laughs> but what it's <laughs> probably try not to murder anybody um but <laughs> you know it's 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 a challenge isn't it for us yeah. to live a holy godly life yeah um following everything in the bible but but he doesn't it's reasonable because he says you haven't got to do it on your own yeah. here's my holy spirit to help you right and and here's my cross when you mess up. Here's my forgiveness. Yeah. So in a sense, it's more reasonable. Yeah. So we'll we'll come on to our relationship with God a bit more later. But in terms of his expectations on us, you know, it's funny, isn't it? That sometimes we're asked to do something which we think is really, really difficult to do. So it would be easy just to think, well, I can't do that because that's an unrealistic, unrealistic expectation. But actually God, I mean, if you read the Bible... <laughs> There's all kinds of times where the Lord asks people to do stuff that they just feel like, well, I can't do that. There's a whole chapter with Moses saying to the Lord, no, 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 I can't, I can't do this. So it's not really based on whether something is realistic or unrealistic isn't really based on how we feel in that moment. But there is something about it when it's of the Lord that it just will be freeing. Like the, even if it feels unattainable that we'd feel that, yes, but with your help, Lord, and yeah, but that's the thing, isn't it? With his help, yeah, that's the exactly. difference. Not in our own strength. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it was just left to us, it would be unreasonable, <laughs> unrealistic. Yeah. But he he doesn't leave us on our own. He 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 empowers these things and makes the impossible happen through us. Really, yeah, which yeah. is amazing. I do wonder about other people, though. I mean, talking about other people, how they can project onto us their ex- their expectations. Yep. And I think that's a challenge for us all to look at of, am I trying to attain something or am I trying to um, meet somebody else's expectation? But but it is a bit of a challenge. Like, do we do that with other people? Of course. I reckon we do it all the time. Do you reckon? Yeah. Do you think you do it with me? I don't know. <laughs> I hope not. But we probably do, don't we? I mean, all relationships, it's, it's an interesting one, really, because what do we project on other people? What do I, what do you expect? Like if you think of friendship, like what, what is friendship? Is it, is my understanding of friendship reasonable? Um, you know, do I, does it mean that if I've got a friend that, and I ask them if they want to do something and they always say, they've always got to say yes. Immediately and enthusiastically. Oh, it, it does come down to accepting people 
as they are, you know, not because we do tend to project onto other people how we think or how we feel. I know I've definitely done this so much in my life. Just the thought that the way I think and feel about things, that's the way other people should treat me. But it's not like that. Yeah, I was just thinking that's probably where the challenge is in friendship is is one person has one level of expectation and the other person has another. Yeah. So I expect this person like you're saying, that every time I, I, I call them on the mobile, they'll immediately pick it up mm. and be like, oh, Andy, hi, great to talk to you. I've, I've dropped everything so I can talk to you and I'll give you my full undivided attention. Whereas my expectation or their, their expectation on a friend might be, oh, we can just pick it up and, yeah, and lay yeah. it down any time. Yeah. You know, it just, doesn't change the way I think about you. It's just sometimes I might be busy. Yeah, yeah. Or I'm not somebody who does pick up the phone or... Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. How we express our friendship might not be how other people express it. And it's just accepting that people can still be for us and be our friend or be in relationship, but they just aren't going to to demonstrate that in the same way that we would. Yeah. I wonder as well whether if we do have unrealistic or wrong expectations on somebody else, I wonder if that's if that kind of in some way meets our own need by having that expectation on them. Like I was just thinking about as parents, when your kids are little and you take them to church or something like that, and you just are desperate for them to be well behaved. Do you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Just this one moment, please just be kind to your parents and just be well behaved. Just so people think, wow, they're great parents, you know, but it doesn't often work out that way. Yeah. And they kick and scream and all the rest. And then you see these other kids that are perfect. Perfect. Yes. Um, anyway, it just kind of makes you realise that the reason I'm putting that expectation on my kids, you must be perfect in this setting isn't really anything to do with them it's to do with how i look Mm. so it makes you wonder with these different expectations even if the example that we were looking at before of other people's expectations on us parents maybe wanting us to be perfect and attain and all this kind of stuff is that really meeting their need is that feeding an insecurity in their heart that's driving that expectation is the power of expectation though isn't it and um I've told you this story loads of times before, Andy, but when I was learning to drive when I was just 17, my dad had taught me to drive and I did pass first time. So just a little brag there. Yeah, very good. Um, But we went to the driving test centre. And uh, I mean, this is so typical of my dad, but he said um, we sat there and I was really nervous and all these instructors were coming out. They all Um, look a bit stern, don't they? They all look a bit scary and I was really scared. And um, this one came out and um, my and uh, said said my name. And just as I was going off with them, my dad said, oh, it's great. You've got that one. That's the really good one like this. <laughs> so I go off to do my test thinking, oh, I've got the really nice, reasonable instructor. So just something inside was just a little bit more yeah. at ease, a you little expected, bit more settled. You expected to be treated there. fairly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I was, it was going to be good. Passed my test, hooray, hooray. And uh, I said to my dad, oh, it's just so good that I got the nice one. He goes, oh, yeah, I did just make that up. <laughs> Which is terrible. Um, but it worked. It, it worked. And and you do wonder if the opposite had happened, if he'd gone oof or something, you know, like if he had actually known what they were all yeah. like and he'd pulled a face, whether I would have expected it to be really hard. It's just, a, it's just interesting, isn't it? The the power of subconsciously yeah. what we do, what we project onto other people. Yeah, because if you felt like you had the worst driving instructor, you know, test examiner, 
then you'd clam up, wouldn't you? You'd be you'd be tense on it. I mean, even more than you would be normally. Well, I think it's going to be harder than it. Then he'll probably fail me. Yeah. He'll find something wrong with what I've done. Yeah, and the same with if you think about it, if with other people, if we speak words of life about people, or if we speak words of curse or restriction over them, you know, if we say, "Oh, so and so is really difficult," well, then the people who are just getting used to them expect them to be difficult or yeah. if we say that they're oh they're this or they're that then you expect that yeah of them yeah it's like um always remember that teachers at school would have different reputations wouldn't there? there'd be the teachers that had this reputation of being really nice and kind and fun and then you'd have those with a reputation of being really like mean and loads of homework and all that kind of stuff and so you could be put in one of those camps and have an expectation that would literally go through that whole year with you yeah, and it's not actually based in who they are. It's just what you've heard. It's what you've it's heard, It's yeah. So we do have to be careful, don't we, of what we're speaking about each other. And Yeah, although having said that, it's interesting, isn't it? Because a lot of the times where we do have an expectation, particularly about how somebody's going to act with us or around us, it probably is based in some history of that happening. So I've, I've got some experience to back up this expectation, like they've always let me down or they always make fun of me or... They always are just mean to me. So now I've got this belief, this this expectation really, that is based in something tangible. So the challenge there, I think, is not going down the line of judgment. This is who this person is. They will always do this, mm. which I think feeds that expectation. Mm-hmm. I suppose it's letting people be, we've talked about this before on other podcasts, haven't we, but not putting people in boxes. Right. Not, I mean, even ourselves, not putting ourselves in a box and locking it up, putting a padlock around it. And yeah. That's the way it is. That's the way that person is. Yeah. That's what they're my like. Snapshot, my snapshot of their life on that particular day means that they will always be yeah. this way. Or even or even when you've known them for a long, long time, they're yeah. just, that's the way they are and they're not allowed out that box and that's my expectation of them. And because, because I won't expect too much of them, yeah. I'm sort of safe. And I think we do tend to think that we're safe if we can box each other. Yeah. And and even with ourselves, we can do the same with ourselves, put ourselves in a box. This is what I'm like. This is who I am. This, these are my strengths and my weaknesses. And we sort of put ourselves in a box and lock it up. And, and there's no room for growth or yeah. changing or God's work in our lives or God's work in their life. I mean, I think we've always got to keep that fluidity that we're all a work in progress it's that freedom isn't it i was just thinking when you're sharing about marriages like often we have courses for married couples who come who are really struggling and i mean properly struggling with some often deep issues Mm. and and one of the things that's a real danger for them is that they do box each other in their expectation is they'll never change they'll always be like this yeah and what that does is it erodes hope Mm mm-hmm um, and it erodes the ability for the other person to change even. It's like we've, we put a lens over our eyes so that we filter somehow even the good stuff they're doing, even the good changes they're making sometimes kind of bounce off us because we still have this filter of, which is based in a judgment really, is you will never change, you will always be this way. Mm. Well, I think it's, it's cynicism really, isn't it? We just become cynical. That's the way yeah. that person is. And 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 if the, every time they try to, oh, well, they might be trying, but it but it won't work kind yeah. of feeling yeah you mentioned beliefs and yeah. i and we that is such a big part of expectations yeah. because what we're living in in our expectations a bit more on the surface even if they are a bit underneath the surface they're still nearer the surface than 
then what at LL we would call our core beliefs, which are those beliefs really much deeper inside yeah. that are often subconscious. They've been there from very, very long established. So maybe we should just have a bit of a chat about them. Yeah, I mean, I think we've re- we've discovered over the years how just how powerful these core beliefs are, and how they they kind of war against our rational thinking, and but they do drive our behaviour and our expectations. And uh, I mean, a very a very simple example, I guess, would be if I have a belief deep inside that I'm a person that will always get sick, I'll always be ill. Then even in those moments where I'm well, I'll just be expecting that some other sickness is going to come my way soon. If I even walk past somebody that that sniffs or coughs or sneezes, I'll expect to get their bug. There'll be there'll be so much that that is expected in me. No matter how many times I sanitize, I will I will get ill. Now that belief could be there for all kinds of reasons, couldn't it? Maybe there was a lot of fear in my home about when I was growing up about illness and maybe people close to me, I was traumatized through people even dying from illness. And so this this belief went inside that I'm going to be a sickly kind of child. Maybe those words were spoken over me. You'll always be sick and you'll always, your immune system's not that great. And for whatever reason, the belief's there. That's a really powerful thing. But that, of course, it feeds expectation. Mm. This will happen. And you just know the enemy is going to ride in on that. Yeah. I mean, he just takes advantage of anything like that, doesn't he? Right. So he's going to do everything to keep that expectation met. Yeah. Keep it, keep it proved right. Yeah. And I guess the core belief, actually, that deep belief doesn't even have to be something rooted in some great childhood trauma or anything. I mean, just think of the last 18 months we've lived through with this pandemic. If you've watched the news enough and read, read enough articles, you could have a deep belief that you're going to get COVID and it, it'll turn out to be some terrible version of it. And do you know what I mean? Those, that, that belief can be built up without there being some deep childhood trauma, but, it, but it's still a belief that leads to mm. an expectation. So, yeah. So other, other beliefs that we can have inside are things like I'll fail. Yeah. Um, I'll mess up. Nobody will understand me. Nobody yeah. will get me. So these impact relationships, like don't they? Yeah, so, if, so if you have that one, nobody will understand me. And I go into a relationship and I start talking about my life. In the back of my mind, I'm already thinking. I'm not making sense. I don't make any sense. They're not interested. They're bored. They're distracted. I'll be looking for those little signs where they check their watch or they look away. or mm. So there's an expectation that it's not going to work. Yeah, but it's funny with that, isn't it? Because then often what would happen is just because you're worried that you're not making sense and you're reading this expectation that the person isn't understand, then you start to waffle and you're not making sense. <laughs> so it just makes it worse. Yeah, I'll say it again, but just a different way. Yeah, um, yeah I think, think believe, you know, believing that people wouldn't like me or, yeah. you know, and then expecting, well, nobody's going to like me. Nobody's going to accept me. It just, it just builds these walls, doesn't it? So... Uh, Obviously, the enemy is involved in these. They yeah. they can become like curses over ourselves, can't they? Yeah. They can become very powerful because Absolutely. of the, the words that we're using. And I guess the question is, what do we do about it? Yeah. And, and how do we listen to ourselves to hear these beliefs that are going on? Or I think I, I do wonder if we're actually be better at listening to the expectations. So so mapping it backwards. Yeah. When we hear ourselves or we hear this expectation that it just won't work or it'll be rubbish or I'll be no good like listening to to what is that whispering in my heart okay well if I've got that expectation why have I got why am I expecting that what is the belief behind that 
and then and starting there with the lard. Yeah, I think that's really good. Not in a sense of I'm just going to dig into my life for the sake of it, but if this is having a ne- negative impact on the way I live my life and have relationship, then it's worth it's worth asking the Lord the question. And I think I think that word why is such a great question. Now, why is this going on, Lord? And in a prayerful way, not like a self-analytical way, but just really asking the Lord to give that that understanding of why is it this is going on? And he might well reveal some deeply held belief inside and begin to to give understanding of why that belief's there. And I we think about it, we were talking about this before, weren't we? It's like that core belief, whatever that core belief is, we really need the Lord's healing for that. Like we need him to come by his Holy Spirit and to really heal whatever the reasons were for that core belief to go in, whether that's trauma or words spoken by others or whatever that is. But this thing with the expectations that go with it, I do feel like a lot of that is our choice. So it's like these two things together, isn't it? We're seeking the Lord for restoration for the whole thing. But Lord, heal this deepest place within me as I choose to not expect to the worst. To change my expectations. Yeah, to change the way I think. Yeah, because I don't think expectations need healing, do they? No. Isn't the, that expect, the expectation is an outworking yeah. of something that does need healing inside. Yeah. But we have to, just like we don't just change the belief, we don't just say, right, I, I've got this wrong belief and now I'm going to just change it and I'm going to put this right belief in. So say... I feel like um, I'm a nuisance to everybody. Yeah. And that's very, very deep inside. I'm just a nuisance. I'm just a bother. And and I live my life going around like that. So I can't just think, right, I'm not going to believe that anymore. <laughs> and right. I'm just going to believe that God says that I matter to him and I'm important. I'm his creation. That is truth, but you can't just sort of replace one with the other that simply because this belief that I'm a nuisance is really woven into my heart. It's really deep inside. So it's unreal to say, well, I'll just stop believing that. We have to say, Lord, this needs healing and and this needs needs you to help me change this belief deep inside. But that's not the same with expectations. Expectations are a choice that we can choose. Absolutely. Even before we're healed. Yeah. And there's something about, I just wanted to mention this word hope, actually, because in a sense, godly expectation is hope that, that change can happen, that healing can happen, that God will move. That expectation, Lord, I believe that you can change this, that you can change my life, that you can change these relationships, that you can change this other person. I have hope. So my expectation is, is a good thing. Whereas negative expectation is like the opposite of hope, isn't it? It's like there is no hope because this person's always going to be this way. So we really need the Lord's help with that. We can really ask him, can't we, to help us to make that choice. Which I suppose does bring up the point of do we expect him to help us? Well, yeah. (laughs) No, it's right. I mean, what are our expectations on God? And I think a lot of times they're off. I mean, we've got wrong expectations. Well, probably not on the surface. Probably not. Like if we were all just to answer a, a question, you know, uh, multiple choice. We'll, is God there for me? Yeah, A, B or C. We'd probably all be able to choose A, yes, he is. Um, but it's deeper than that, isn't it? Yeah. I guess it goes back to those beliefs. What do we believe of God? What do we believe of his love for us and his care for us? And I think this has been an ongoing problem throughout all the ages, isn't it? 
the way that we expect God will move or or act or do. And just like we were saying earlier, sometimes we have these expectations because we've got a history of things happening a certain way. So maybe we have prayed before and we didn't receive the answer from the Lord that we wanted or expected. So therefore we expect that God won't answer again. It just builds that kind of that image of God. And 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 even if you think in the scripture with the with the um the disciples, their expectation of what Jesus was doing mm. on earth and what he was planning while they were under Roman rule was very different from what Jesus' plan actually was, even though he was telling them very clearly, this is the plan, guys. They just weren't hearing it because their expectation was different. And the interesting thing about that with Jesus was that there was so much expectation on him whether it was to perform miracles or to do the things that the disciples wanted or whatever. But he never came under any of those wrong expectations. And I think that is, I mean, what an amazing mm. amount of courage and character that takes mm. to be strong. Because oftentimes by meeting other people's expectations, we get fed, right? We, If I meet your expectations, then you'll like me, you'll approve of me. But for Jesus, he never came underneath that. So they had to learn as followers of Jesus to really just have right expectations, to see him the right way. Mm. But I suppose, it, I suppose the challenge is accepting, isn't it? It is accepting. They, they weren't willing to accept him as the Messiah, right. not the disciples, of the Jews, because he wasn't coming on a horse as a king and right. as a saviour as they expected. Yeah. And, and I think that's the challenge, even if we go back to other people and everything. If, if, can we accept people? as they are, Um, you know, and will we accept the Lord as he is, accepting that his whole character is unshakable. He's not going to change day to day. So if we can dig deep into who his character is and accept him as that. um, Yeah, then then our expectation would be that he will always act according to his character. Yeah. I think that's the key, isn't it? But even if that doesn't make sense, because even if he had, so if I, if God's character is kind, yeah. So now my expectation is because he's kind, I'm not going to get sick. Right. That seems logical to me. Yeah. Or because he's kind, everything is just going to be really easy. I'll have and no nice. problems. I'll have no problems. That does seem logical. I have to be honest, that seems logical yeah, to me. It just sounds nice. But I do understand that that isn't God's logic. But just because that isn't God's logic doesn't mean that he's not kind. That he's not kind. Yeah. And this is where we struggle, isn't it? Where so we wrestle. So his character trumps everything, doesn't it? So yeah. the more we can the more we can hold on to the truth of his character, the more that will begin to shape our expectation. Like if we really could really, really believe deep in our heart that Lord, I believe that whatever you do regarding me and my life, it will always be loving, kind, patient, mm-hmm. good, gracious, merciful, forgiving, then that will shape everything, won't it? Yeah. But I think as well, like looking at our expert, it is okay to expect things to go well. Like I've I've talked about this before in the podcast about going to the doctors and being challenged. Like, why is my expectation? Why am I bracing myself for the worst? Why am I expecting this, this scan or this whatever to be terrible, bad news? Why don't I, why aren't I just challenging myself? Lord, I'm going to, I'm going to lay down this expectation and all this stress. And I'm going to expect that this is going to be okay because you're good and you want good for me. Yeah. And I, so I don't know that it, and, I, and I've really found that that's been really helpful 
to be honest, yeah. um, for myself. Just that I'm going to trust you, Lord. I'm going to trust you even if it isn't, but I'm going to trust you that it will be because that, that's what I expect. Yeah. Um, because I don't think that we should have an expectation that his ways always mean suffering no, and, right. and hardship. Yes, there will be suffering and hardship, but surely we're not meant to expect that. No. The thing we should expect is that if there is suffering and hardship that comes our way, that he will be kind and loving yeah, and that's right. with us and for us in the midst of that. Yeah. So that's, that's the character of God that we hold on to, that ultimately his primary thing for us towards us is love. Yeah. And if we could really hold on to that, that would, that would literally change our lives, wouldn't it? Yeah. So I guess that at the bottom line is that we can't put God into a box and we can't preempt everything, but he is trustworthy. Mm. And I think it's a really good thing to look at what these, the expectations are in our heart, where they've maybe gone off kilter. Maybe we're projecting onto other people wrong expectations. Maybe we're living under other people's expectations and it's too much of a pressure. It's something that the Lord wants to, to release us from. And, um, and just looking at some of these beliefs that are going on inside and, and just letting him show us, just, just listening, spending that time with him and letting him look at some of the things deeper in our heart. Do you reckon that's good? Sounds good to me. Yeah, let's pray, shall we? Lord, we just ask that you would really help us with this, Lord. Some of these things are really deeply held and we've maybe we've lived under wrong expectations or unrealistic expectations for many years. And we just pray, Lord, that you would really highlight what those are so that we, we could really bring them to you and seek your healing and restoration from it, Lord. We, we don't want to live under those wrong expectations. Ultimately, Lord, we just want to know what is it that you say? What, what is your expectation? What are you asking us to do and to be? And we definitely want to come underneath that, Lord, because that's right. But we just choose to come out from underneath any wrong expectations that others have put on us. And we forgive them for that, Lord, if that's necessary. And, um, and just ask for that freedom to come, Lord. And where we have put wrong expectations on others for whatever reason, Lord, we pray that you'd forgive us for that and that they would feel that release from those wrong expectations too. Help us in this journey, Lord, that we walk with you to have our hearts restored more and more into the way that you uh, made us to be. And we pray that, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much for listening. And um, hopefully you've been encouraged and you're going to do a little bit of that internal check on yourselves like we all are. And um, just to remind you that our centres around the world are opening up if not all open and there are people there who can help you there are courses that we run where we look at all these subjects in much more depth um so there are there are people and opportunities that could just really help you with this as well so thank you again for listening and we hope to be with you soon thanks for joining us for let's talk with andy and kath taylor a podcast from ll ministries let us know your thoughts by leaving a review or by contacting us at hello at ll.org or through Facebook. You can subscribe and share these episodes through Apple, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And we also have other excellent resources online at ll.org, which we hope you will enjoy. Thanks again for listening.